If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive, the guys that I've been around, and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside TJ Rosine, broadcasting here in Atlanta, Georgia. We're continuing our One Thing series, but before we do, let's catch up with our friends over Shot Tracker. Yeah, go check out our friends at Shot Tracker. They've been all over. They've been. They're probably about to, about to be back at the NAIA uh, national tournament here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, got technology on the bench down there at the Sprint Center for the college kickoff this year. Uh, been at the number one high school tournament in the country, the Hoop Hall Classic. They were at. They're all over the place, and the reason they're all over the place is because they're changing the game. They're changing the game via analytics. Check out our friends at Shot Tracker. TJ, this first half of the One Thing series is going to be really all you, and I've got a couple questions around it. Uh, I'm not a head coach, so I can't answer that question. But as a head coach, what is one thing you wish your assistants would do more of? Oh, well, I have a laundry list for them and Derek. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I mean, first of all, I got great assistant coaches. Um, Really, really awesome. Um, The one thing I really wish they would do is um, come with more initiatives and ideas. And and the why behind it, you know. I know, I like, um, I trust my guys, and maybe sometimes I haven't done a great job of, of letting them know how much I trust them because I'm probably like a, you know, pretty direct leader, and I go. Um, but I, I would love for them to do and take more things, because um, I, I want to see them grow, and I want them to enjoy the journey, and I'm all up for. Um, stepping back and being the second set of eyes rather than the first set of eyes. And so just the ability just to go take initiative and especially like, you know, like just the dynamic, you know, Derek is in his first year with me. Graham is like in his seventh year with me. Like I trust Graham, like I trust, a, you know, a head coach. And so, um, you know, I think a lot of times every year you get comfortable filling your role as an assistant coach. I think your role should change every year. You know, I think uh, as a as a head coach, I want my assistant to be better every year, and come, being better every year comes along with more responsibility, like more leadership. And Graham is fully capable of that. And, and then Derek, you know, like he, in a, in, a, in his first year, I love for him to take bite sized things off as we get to know each other better. And he's doing an awesome job. But he'd go through and just look at him and say, "Hey." Um, you know, coach would it be okay to do these individuals with these two guys for 25 minutes twice a week. Get, like something small like that, where as last night in the locker room, I was, for our game, I was telling Graham, I was like, Graham, you know, how come you never make any substitutions? And he's like, what? You, what? I could, and I'm like, look, I trust you, man. You know, like if you feel a sub needs to be made, make it. He's like, if you see a timeout, make it. Like I try, and he was like, what? You know, but I was trying to emphasize to him, that's how much I trust you. You know, and uh, I need to do a better job of articulating that. But, um, man, I, I, I really enjoy being the second set of eyes uh, rather than the first set of eyes as, as much as possible. Not to, you know, you know, call you out at all, but how much of that is your lack of communication, getting them to know that that's what you want, right? Because it's interesting, yeah. assistance taking more initiative 
if it's been communicated, if you've set that expectation, if you've communicated that, then it's not a matter of you wish they would do it more. Then it would actually be a matter of them not doing what you've established for them to do. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so is there a combination of like you just haven't done a great job communicating that expectation and hope? Yeah, I would say it's 80, 20, 80 percent my poor communication. You know, like I, I that's the majority of it. The other thing I've started to learn is like different people need different things. And so um, I hope Graham's OK with me sharing what he needs, you know, but <laughs> but uh, like Graham is really, really good leader. But what he does need is his lane to run in. And I haven't clearly defined his lane. I think what I've done is thrown out generalities like Graham, call a timeout, lead more, do whatever you want to do. I think learning people and the way they operate, one thing I've learned over time with Graham and, and everybody's different is that he wants to know, hey, what are my boundaries? You know, here's this and here's this, now run with it. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think I've failed. And, and I think that's fair in defense of Graham because if assistant coaches, they they appreciate the empowerment, but they also know they're not the head person. Yeah. Right? right. So they've got to have parameters. So the they put their own restrictions because they don't want to overstep it. Right, mm-hmm. because they know they've got a role within. So I think that helps empower an assistant coach when you actually can give them the goals, right? Hey, right. this is what I love to see, but hey, this is a little bit of structure around it so they know how to operate and where to operate within. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I own that. Like I said, you know, um and maybe probably more than eighty twenty, but you know, I think what what's Graham's twenty is he could probably press me on the issue. You told me to lead with this, but what what do you mean by this? You know, he could ask me that, but really, if I'm going to be the leader, I should be the one initiating yeah. that. But always uh, fall to the yeah, better person, yeah, it is, better and, player. Yeah, and it, absolutely, especially in this case, like that is 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 my job, and especially when you know you're the you're the the head coach, like you definitely own that responsibility there, and I have not been you know great with that. TJ. Let's jump into the second half here. All right, take a quick halftime break with our friends at Team Stan. We got one more, one thing to kind of finish up this series. Thanks to our friends over at Team Snap for today's halftime communication tip. Coaches, they say you don't know something unless you can teach it. I'd like to extend that challenge to your players this week. Give them a chance to verbally explain and coach a play to you. Go under the impression that you know nothing. You've never seen a play. You know nothing really about basketball. And have them explain the play in enough detail that gets you to fully understand it. It'll challenge them to communicate in a greater detail than maybe they otherwise never would have. Now, have them do it and see if they can do it successfully with less than three omissions. And omissions, I'm referring to leaving out details that if you didn't know about it would otherwise jam up the play completely. Can they teach the play to you in such a way that they do it in three mistakes or less That'll be the challenge for this week. See how well your players can communicate in detail. Now, thanks to our friends over at TeamSnap. Make sure you check out TeamSnap.com backslash hustle to learn more about the communication app being used by over 15 million people across the globe. Make sure you check out TeamSnap.com backslash hustle to get started. All right, TJ, this can be personal or team-related, or maybe if you want to run with one of each. But what is one thing you've been putting off for too long that enough is enough? You mm. need to implement it. It needs to be incorporated today. A system of meeting, like 
you've been big on the system word. Yeah, I, I, yeah, because that's where I fall off. Like I meet with a player when they really need it, or I meet with you know what I mean. Like I need, I need a, I need a better. Um, even if it's just short or like I, I realize that individual meetings are good. If they're not good for me, they're good for the player to get things off their chest, to share things they're thinking. Like I need a better system to, to when I'm meeting. Like we do group, group meetings on Monday. We do small groups on Wednesday. We do individuals every other week on Tuesday. Yeah, some sort of system. Like I shouldn't even say system, but more intentional. And for me to be more intentional, I need a system. You know, so that's that's still probably the, the number one thing that I need to do uh, more of, particularly in my program, is just meet more. Just spend, and I shouldn't even say meet, just spend more time. Like, it, it, the meeting could be a lunch out. It could be going over to the cafeteria and sitting down with eating. It could be meeting and sitting with them after practice, you know. Like, I just need to be more intentional, um, you know, about that. Especially, like, I've had a great team to coach this year, and there hasn't been any problems. So I found ourselves meeting less. But then we get to the end of the season, and I'm feeling a little bit regretful we haven't met more because these relationships are about to be seniors. I'm graduating six seniors. You know, like I want to spend more time with them, but I haven't been as intentional as I wanted to be. So uh, a scheduling system to make sure that those meetings are happening would be probably the, the biggest one for me. How about personally? Hmm. That needs to happen right now. Um, the personally... I would go with um, financial. Uh, I would say that, like, I put financial on the back burner. I'm busy working, and I say that I don't care about money, and I just want to be impactful. And I, and at some points, live that out a lot, you know. Um, and I just think probably we could be. We just started Dave Ramsey, and um, with our church group, you know, our, our small group is doing Dave Ramsey, and so when we did the, we just had the first meeting. I realized, man, I need to pay way more attention and be more focused. Uh, being more prudent with with finances so mm -hmm. personally that's probably the one that needs to be number one yeah so one thing putting off for too long you know I, I gotta be honest i've been i feel like i've been doing a decent job with a lot of the different health and financial that's part of my one word this year um at the new year was positioning was just trying to re go through all the different aspects of my life and and get it back in the right position. Last year was such a crazy year, built a home, had a new baby, things were just crazy, relaunched a whole new kind of layout with lead them up. It was just a really kind of wild year that I needed to recalibrate, reposition the things because things were a little out of whack. I just had to get them back on track and I've been working pretty hard at that. I'd say the one thing that I've been putting off that, that enough is enough, and I'll say this is professionally within lead them up. Uh, I've had plans to write a book Hmm. through lead them up for and and not a not a novel or narrative book or anything like that but we're actually going to be putting together a um the plan is to put together a youth uh playbook for youth coaches uh filled with maybe about 100 exercises that are 10 minutes or less that they can do at the beginning and or in the middle of practice during a youth and youth practice limited time with the players limited time on the field a quick handbook a quick playbook with just a whole variety of different exercises so that's been on the the conversation for about a year and a half i've had some publishers inquire and conversations there but i've just been focusing on you know the here and the now you know i haven't mm -hmm. sat down to truly get that going um but it needs to happen yeah. it really needs to happen for us so I'd say that, yeah. Some, make it happen. Yeah, man. I may make that happen this year. Hey, we're cutting the show early, so you can go right. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Coaches, let us know what is the one thing you've been putting off for way too long, whether professionally or personally. We'd love to hear. And if you're a head coach, what is one thing you would love to see your assistants do? If you want to send that in a private message, feel free. All right, so, you, so your assistants don't or feel like put it out there for the world, like I just did. Sorry, Graham. All right. Hey, after seven years of relationships, I feel like you, you've earned the ability to do that. You, you kind of know Graham enough that he'll be okay with it. Listen, we appreciate you listening. If you missed any of the previous episodes in this series, make sure you check it out. We had four in total. I am Adam. He is TJ. Together, we are the Harwood Hustle. Until next time, we're out.